this is a show we call Best of the Best because we discuss, we analyze, and we watch along with you some of the greatest, most iconic wrestling matches of all time. And tonight we have what a lot of people call, and I would agree with this, the greatest of all time, arguably. And that is WrestleMania 25, HBK, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. That's right, John. Two future Hall of Famers displaying exactly why they were first ballot Hall of Famers. These guys were so good. They set the trend for just about everything. As this match progresses, we'll tell you about the story they're trying to tell, what they're trying to get over, and, and, and what they're doing out there. So, John, take it away. Josh, can we tee it up and let's get this thing rolling? Right at the end here, I mean, uh, we all know it. there's no argument about it. Undertaker, the greatest entrance in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah, you have to see it in person to believe it. You know, you and I have seen it so many times. And there's nothing like being in the ring like right now where Sean is, waiting on the dead man to come out. It's such a cool sight to see. Year after year, he, he gives me goosebumps every time he'd walk to the ring because it was so dynamic. You know, back in the day, you know, back in the early to mid-90s, lighters would come up and it was almost like the Grateful Dead concert. Later, it became cell phones, which became the Fireflies and, and the Wyatt family. But this was the original. Amazing how things evolve in our business, just like with the society and everything, because we are a part of society. Yeah, we're not sure who's leading who. <laughs> if we're leading them or they're leading us. It don't matter. We're both going forward. <laughs> That's right. A dead man. And it's just so amazing that this, this entrance, it's just done so well every single time. I don't know if it is match 17 or what, which, which one it is exactly in the order there. And this is what's so cool about it, Jerry, is you've got Mr. WrestleMania, they were calling Sean then, and you've got the streak on the other side. I mean, this is as big as you can get in WrestleMania. Don't need a title. Don't need a stipulation. 17 and 0, yeah, dead one, 17. That streak was just phenomenal. And, you know, uh, there wasn't a lot of thought about it as it was going along. And all of a sudden, it just started, wow, Undertaker's got a streak going here. It's a very good question. But there's only one person that can answer. Yeah, and you realize, you know, once you go 20 and 0, that's two decades of mania. 20 years. And it's unique here because there, there's a unique mindset in this. There, there are times when I wrestle taking a lot where you'd want to stand out there like Sean does, and there are times you want to powder out and be afraid of it. It all depends on how the match is setting up. This is icon versus icon. So Sean stays in the ring without blinking. It's a, it's a pretty cool difference from how some people would look at this and jump out of the ring and get in the ring. And uh, here in the beginning, you know, Sean begins that story right away. And this is a great, I mean, A. Taker undoubtedly is, is a big man, one of the biggest in, 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 in the business. And Sean knows that, and Sean's using his speed and his, his agility to stay away from Taker, kind of wear the big man down, so to say. 
But as you know, there's nowhere in Undertaker down. <laughs> no. No. Thank goodness he started selling a little bit later in his career because when he first started, he didn't sell. He'd just blow you up. That's speed again, ducks under those punches. You know, it's a hard story. To, it's an easy story, but sometimes it could be done well as hard. That big man versus smaller man story. Yeah, and it's difficult. But when you got two uh, two uh, great workers like like these two here, they they know exactly how to do it. And Taker, you know, Taker being that big guy, he he's not selfish at all when it comes to this business and, and when to sell and how to sell. And you know, you get to ask that question so many times. How do I sell? I always tell him, watch Undertaker in some of those matches. You'll learn how to sell. And the thing about Sean was, you know, Sean, he threw such great punches. And everything he did was so good. You know, you, you believed in it. It's one of the reasons you can have a guy who's not the biggest guy in the world, but everybody believes in him. You know, we realize, too, uh, what a great announcer does for the quality of a match, too, because JR is telling that, that story as they're going along. Yeah, it's so important to be able to tell the story. And you know, Vince used to always tell us, if you see a drop kick, you don't have to say, that's a drop kick. It's not radio. Tell us who the people are and why they threw a drop kick and why it's important. That's, that's, that's what great, great announcers like JR and Guys like Michael Cole and King and Keenan and those guys do. So athletic that Sean is. Wow. He's unreal. Oh. He's unreal. And look at the time I've taken. Nobody's rushing in this match. Everybody's just taking their time and listening to the crowd as the crowd builds. I uh, previewed this match as you did, John, a little bit earlier in the day. And I was, I just, I just kind of just sat back and and listened to the crowd and kind of backed it up and heard the build to it. And by the end of it, man, it don't matter in this match. They're loving it. Yeah, too many guys want to get out there and just start with the balls of fire and start punching and kicking and going on the top rope. You got to have something to build to. And look, instead of kicking a punch and taker, taker's using a compression on that shoulder to, to take the air out of shot. Yeah? Just little simple things like that is what sets him apart from there, everybody else. And the people know something cool is coming. You know, they're just sitting there watching it. They're watching it build. They're, they're enraptured in what's going on. Old school. Don Jardy and I was the privy to the, the originator of that, who uh, Mark uh, openly says he stole it from. You know, Don Jardine, the, the great spoiler from Texas. You, you work with Don, uh, Don Jardine? Oh man, I worked 90 minute matches with him. I worked really? 60 minute matches with him. I, I've worked, uh, give me five more minute matches with him. <laughs> they always talk about Jardine being such a great worker, was he? Oh man, he was, he, he was a taker. I mean, he was, uh, taker is a clone of Don Jardine. Don Jardine would have been the undertaker because he was the same size. And that, uh, but he just, he had that, that mentality of 
forward, and he knew how to work. No matter what size you are in the ring, just like Taker, no matter what size his opponent was, he made him look good before he beat him. My first match with Taker uh, was on a live Raw, and, and he was every time he'd sell, he would sell a certain direction. And I'm sitting there in the ring, and, and, I, and I thought, what is he doing? And I realized he's selling to the urn. Wow. <laughs> and it's just little stuff like that. that the power of the urn. Yeah. That you pick up that, you know, that, that might not be something you pick up consciously, but subconsciously, you, it's just little things make, make Taker so great. And it's the old great thing of the uh, smaller guy trying to take out the legs of the big guy. Get that hold on him. As they say, they're all the same size when they're down on the mat. And figure four, trusty figure four leg lock. Shawn Michaels claimed throughout this that he's a man unafraid. You had a family member that knew that move pretty well, didn't you? What? You had a family member that knew that move pretty well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he tapped out a lot of Texans with that hole. <laughs> I don't think a Texan ever tapped out in the figure four. That better than that damn spread his toe hole now. Oh, my goodness. That's the worst working hole in the world. Yeah. That'd make you tap in a minute, man. <laughs> It was that's where Kurt Angle got his ankle lock from with Dory Funk at Spinnacle. Did he get it from Dory? I didn't know if he got it from Dory or from uh, Ken Shamrock. Well, he got it from Shamrock, but I think uh, Funk had something to do with it. With the spinning part of it, yeah. Look at Sean sell. I mean, you talk about selling in this match. Sean. But Sean sells just the right, right, right uh, 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 style of selling for the occasion. I mean, you know, there's different types of sell. There's a dead sell, and there's a registered sell, and there's a, a hard sell. And he's doing a hard sell right now. He's not dead. He's still got some tightness in his body. But now he, he, he just, I love, to, I love to watch these guys when they, when they get down and start selling. I understand they haven't been out of the ring. One time Taker's been on the top rope. And uh, Taker always has that, that, that aggressive look on his face. Yeah, always look toward and sell to your opponent. You know, that, that's the old thing of, of the old tough guy. That was cool there. Yeah. And to me, this is the brilliance of the match. You got Shawn Michaels, who's by far the smaller guy, but by far not out of out of his league as a wrestler. You know, he's he's still Mr. WrestleMania, so every every counter he has is just magnificent. You know, he fakes the leg injury. He goes up, he gives him the Fez press. He grabs him here and puts him in an armbar. 
this kind of shows you how, how we evolved too, you know, years ago, there wasn't a lot of emphasis on submission or anything like that, but he's got him in a submission hold here. Right. You know, bringing in Shamrock, I, th I think really changed a lot of that. You know, the influence of the UFC and the influence of mixed martial arts coming in. Now, I think Kenny had a big influence on Kenny was, was so good and it got over so good with our audience, you know, we just started thinking of taking from him. God locks slam, man. John had a, a back when he used to take that short arm scissor and, and give the guy the, the big power bomb off of it. He, he, countering it when you're a stronger guy can be completely different from countering it from a guy who's nimble and getting out of it. Sean's doing, doing, doing what he should be on, on that selling there. He's given a good register, but he's not going down every time Taker punches him. Like a lot of guys think, well, you got to sell, you got to go down every time. But he registered it and, and, and lets Taker continue his, his comeback, his, his offense. Yeah, don't you hate a baby face John that kind of bells on you with a bump or something like that? Oh, hated it. Yeah. Because it, it kills the flow of everything. You're starting to get that heat, starting to get that heat, and all of a sudden, baby face is just bellowing on you. Yeah, them you want them there. The worst thing in the world is a guy takes a bump and, and, and walks and crawls away from you. And a lot of guys do it by mistake. And it's just, it kills everything. I hated distance in between me and uh, my opponent. I hated that distance. Yeah, there's nowhere to strike up there. And, and by the way, a little note for fans out there, uh, Taker doesn't like chops. Not because he doesn't like to take them. He just doesn't, he just doesn't like them. So you never chop take. I never chop Taker. Because <laughs> Taker didn't like them. For him to be able to take as many chops from Sean, he really likes Sean and knows how important it is for the match. What a great point. I mean, uh, respect uh, among opponents out there. You know, once you go in that ring, we've talked about this before, you have total respect in your opponent. There's a lot. You're a lot more freer. You give a lot more, and, and you take a lot. This is great tit for tat. Sean does the kip up. Taker does the sit up. They were a little too close there. That's the only football I found so far in this match. I'm going to tie it on Taker there when he does that super kick. They quite get it up. Look at that. Love it. You can start hearing that crowd start to build now. And I, I'm watching that these guys' faces in the, in the front row. And those are high dollar seats there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. The match right before this, or maybe one or two before, was when I wrestled Ray and I quit. And that was really it. I mean, that was, I knew beforehand and that, that was my last match. I wanted to do it for Ray. I stayed and watched this match before I drove, drove home. And I remember watching this match thinking, I'm so glad I just retired because that was the greatest match I've ever seen. And I, I it, to me, it's, you know, I know we, we're going to do Ricky and uh, Macho. I'm Ricky Macho. And we're gonna, we've done some other great matches. This to me was maybe because I knew the two guys so well, greatest match I've ever seen. 
And one thing about this, Matt, not taking anything away from them, they didn't have 35 pages of uh, written script. <laughs> no, they sure didn't. Now watch this move here. This has got to be sheer, sheer punishment on Undertaker. Maybe that's the reason he can't go for 35. This, wow. Yeah. The only place you can land is on that, that top of your ass, and that hurts, as you know, when you come down. They say in commentary all the time, but it's the truth. That's the hardest part of the ring. The way the rings are made, that's the skill around the ring that he just landed on. Now watch this here. Now, you know, this is this is this is something. This little this little series right in this area here. And this is the first time they've been out of the ring. Exactly. All this build up. You know, they always talk about Sean being a high flyer, and he was, but he did it at the right time. And this will show you why he's considered a high flyer. I mean, that's was perfect. I mean, that little that little miss up there, that was Sean. Now look at that. Taker just swatch him like a mosquito, a Texas mosquito, right out of the way there, man. They are in Houston, so they have a lot of mosquitoes. <laughs> watch it, watch the replay. He's just swatching, man, and Sean takes off. That's a good shot here. Unreal. And I don't know what that is, 10 feet up to that turnbuckle from the floor. I think it's 15 feet, and you could hear the thud when it when it when it when it hits the floor. And there's there's no give. I mean you got the mat there, there's no give. I mean that's just falling from a height of a basketball goal or higher. Higher. We we had an old coach one time. When you hear the thud of the football, you can run. Well, we heard the thud of Shawn Michaels' body there. Pickers get the rose in the ring. Now watch this. This is this is really a a, 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 a move that we rarely see Taker do, and he does it when it when it's important. Ooh, and he don't land real good on that thing either. You know, anybody know who that cameraman is there? Could be a future world champion. I didn't know until you told me. I I don't know if I'd ever heard it, but I if I did, I forgot it. Who is that cameraman? That's uh, the head of the table, Mr. Roman Reigns. Man, that is a scary thing seeing, seeing a guy as big as Taker coming over that rope. Exactly. And the bad part is, you know, you got to be there to protect him. You know, like, you know, that's what that's what a, guy, a lot of guys get uh, wrong in this stuff. They talk about the high flyers. The guys catching them a lot of times are the ones that just get beat to hell. Yeah. Glad we can't tie it in on that face there. And you look at Roman. Roman is trying. Trying to get to him. Trying to, get, trying to keep that head he up. Trying, he was trying to get to him. He was just too far back. That, that's dangerous. Uh, I remember one time the Hardys were in Madison Square Garden. They had some uh, buckles on their belts. And I come out of the ring and I'm, just, I'm cut from head to toe from catching them from the planches and stuff over the top rope. Every time I'd catch them, they'd cut me. Somewhere on their belt, I'm just bleeding like crazy. Referees are beginning to move around a little bit from our vantage point here at ringside. 
Undertaker has not moved. Now, you, look, you look at what they've done so far. They did the kip up. Sean comes back with something. They did the sit up. Taker comes back with something. Sean tries the moonsault and misses. Taker does his big dive and misses. I mean, you got a lot of tip for tap going on here of this back and forth 50 50 match. What's Roman Reigns here? He tries to catch him and he realizes he's too far. Uh, he's just out the one step too far. But sometimes that's that step that gets you through. You know. This is great storytelling. The crowd's starting to get what he's trying to do here now. They're starting to hear, hear those moves ring out. It's one of those things because the crowd doesn't have commentary, so the, the guys have got to mimic it. And there's Sean telling And look at Sean selling it. I think Sean will take that victory. Yeah. All part of it, right to that pitcher. Big pitcher. What's the referee's count to? They're going to end right there. Got a 10 count. Eight. I looked at Dead Man, the quickness he's got from, from the, down on his butt to in the ring and two to nine. You get that rhythm of that count, man, and you you just barely ease it in. But you got to have that rhythm, don't you? The referee yeah, got exactly. to be in that. That's where the referee is so important. Even on the count where he's counting your shoulders down, you got to have that. Yeah, you got to be able to feel it. And you get, so you got to have consistency from the ref. We chant music. John just shows you the, the respect now. Uh, Sean kicked out every finishing move Undertaker's ever had in this series. Here. So yeah. Taker, Taker don't let anybody do that. No, no. And Sean, that's the third time he's gone for Sweet Chin Music and hadn't got it. You know, they're, they're just constantly building a story. You know what's unique about this? You got uh, Jr., Michael Cole, and King calling this match. Well, They're doing a great job. To... That's hard for three-man booth sometimes to call a match. Yeah. But they're doing it seamlessly too. Wow! There it is. You finally landed. Finally got it. Now listen to the crowd. Sean's been a heel here this entire match, but the crowd is now after that sweet chant music, the crowd is kind of switching. Sean cheering Sean. You know, it's very yeah. similar to Sean in the ladder match with Razor. Right. You know, by the time it's over. Wow. Uh, tip for tat there. Sean, Sean kicked out of Taker finish and, uh, and Taker kicked out of uh, Sean's number one finish. Mutual respect, brother. What must Shawn Michaels be thinking at 
And the thing about it is they both built it up to a finish. You know, they both built it up to where you would normally do a finish in the match. They listen to the crowd. They're, they're cheering. They're just cheering because of the quality of this match and what it is. That old, I love that. It's that hand just shoots up there. It's food. <laughs> Look at this. Now watch it. Watch Taker grab him there. This is great. <laughs> By the way, that move hurts. That'll wake you up on it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Does that hurt? I don't know what it is that's harder about that than the Vader's power bomb or, or diesels or SIDS, but that thing right there hurts. And the good thing about it, they built this up, they had a counter, they had a counter. All of a sudden you hit it, you think that's it. And Sean kicks out. That's the best crowd bell there. That's another one that's got to hit that hip. And you, you see right there the damage that, that this business can cause on your hips and your, your lower body there. I mean, he took that, uh, that, term, uh, that apron uh, bump, and now he's taking this bump here. And that's all your weight coming down. I don't care what anybody says about our business. Brother, you're landing with all your weight, and your body isn't designed to do that. Oh, no, not at all. I've always thought that's one of the problems I think that, that Hogan had had, having to drop that leg. Night he admits to it now. 300-something pounds dropping that leg. And the body's just not designed to do that. I've dropped leg many times. I quit doing it because it killed my back. That's one of the reasons you quit, right? Because yeah, because my back was had gotten so bad. There's that old skin to cap move that those slim hips with old Shawn Michaels can do. That. Yeah. That's a perfect. My big old childbearing hips couldn't get over that. <laughs> what a counter. Oh, wow. Spike, got him. Come on, Hammer. There we are. He kicked out again. Listen to that crowd. Holy cow, John. Do they have them? Oh, this is what you work it. for, right? And this is what you work for. Just hear that. That's right. You, know, you have this incredible counter into your finish done right toward the hard cam, just like Taker normally does it. You think that's it? And HBK finds a way to kick out. I remember being there and, and listening to the crowd from the back. It was, it was unbelievable. The crowd went ballistic when that happened. You're not Look at them. Look yeah. at the crowd. They're all just chanting and cheering. 
is on their feet. And you and I are both fans, and we we listen to that. We get goosebumps. The folks, we get goosebumps backstage when we appreciate great work like this. And man, how can you not? You have two such great characters, and both have been so important at WrestleMania. And here they are at WrestleMania having the match of their lives. There is no emptiness. There is focus. There is evil intentions in the most dangerous entity to ever step into a ring. Shawn Michaels has not moved since the kick out after the tombstone. And how great is Shawn selling? Just like Cole said, he hadn't moved. He's not afraid to sell. You know, a lot of these guys get afraid to sell. Oh, look at that. I love that. And Taker's dead, man. He's selling. It's such a great story. Sean's absolutely dead. He put a move out there, and he can't do anything else. Here the hear the crowd just starting to build it. What, what's going to happen? And now the crowd doesn't know who's going to win. I put that question into mind right here. That's so hard to do and make it look good. Crawl up the ropes like that, selling. And Taker's not in position for him either. Taker hadn't moved either. Uh-oh. You want the guy perpendicular to you really in the ring, and, and Taker wasn't. Not rushing here, once again, taking their time, telling that story, both exhausted. You know, guys that aren't as good as Sean and Tigger, which basically nobody is, will be trying to work the crowd here somewhat. He react to them. Instead, Sean's just staying within whatever Sean does, his HBK, and because of that, people are getting into it. He's working their crowd by, by their work, by their body. Uh, right. There it is again. That's just the one. What's the crowd here? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Uh, uh, talk about it. That's a, that's a pop, folks. <laughs> that's a road warrior pop. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to him, man. They got him now. This is when you know you got him. I remember, like yesterday, I was sitting there in the back and listening to this crowd thinking, you've got to be kidding me. It's a damn roll now. We're here. This is awesome. Because probably the first time in, in, in our business that champ was used in this, uh, this match. I don't recall it ever before.
Now, mind you, sitting there at that gorilla position, I'm wondering how in the hell I'm 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 going to make up this time if they're going overboard. <laughs> <laughs> how much were they over? I, uh, you know, I can't. I'm not going to be a Bruce Pritchard and wow, wow, wow about it, but they were over. <laughs> I'm not pouring fingers at anybody else. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't holler at the ref and tell him go home. Uh, yeah, I'm hollering at him. You damn right, I'm hollering at him. But, you know, and I know what he's getting from them too. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're having the nobody. Back. In, nobody in the back goes complained about it though, John, because it's Sean and Undertaker. You know, That's right, and it's yeah. so good. Not just who it is, it's so good. You know, this is the greatest part of any match, as you know, Jerry. When, when you get to selling like this, all you got to do is just a few things and sell, a few things and sell, and you got the crowd. There's no greater feeling. Oh. I can I always say this is what you work for in our business, just getting this crowd to the point that they are here. Every mood, listen to the crowd popping in. Look at Taker's chest. <laughs> oh, and again, Taker doesn't get chopped. I yeah. can't. Guys didn't chop because Taker just didn't like it. Not that he cared. He was a tough guy. He just he didn't like chops. Chin music. Again, Michael's using that amazing ability to strike with his feet when you least expect it, when there's no distance. And now no one in the arena has any idea who's going to win. That is an incredible finish. And that, that's a, yeah. uh, now listen. You know, John, a lot of people think this is Sean Michaels' best match ever. A lot of people think the WrestleMania match. A lot of people think this is Undertaker's greatest uh, WrestleMania match of all time. But and there's no question, this is undoubtedly one of the greatest matches of all time. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, where, where you put it as far as, you know, one through five, it's there. I don't think anybody would argue that. Ooh. And another thing that's so cool for announcers, you know, Michael's, Michael Cole's phrase there at the end, Mr. WrestleMania, WrestleMania Phenom, well, Cole had probably written that out before the show because you know that historic moment is coming. That's one of the reasons the announcers, you know, like JR and Cole, have some of those, now some of them are off the cuff, ad lib, but some of them they plan like that because that because you know what's going to happen, and it becomes that iconic moment of this incredible call. Exactly, and no nobody prepares more than Michael Cole and Jr. I mean, they're they're, they're no takers yeah. to watch, man. They they're prepared when it got 
And not so much, not so much about what's going on in the match. It's just you know they're prepared about the history and what what's making this go on in the match. Right to be ready for whatever that is going to happen. Jr. and Cole, I agree. Yeah, I've worked with both. I've worked with Michael an awful lot. Two incredibly prepared guys. You look at how few good play-by-play -play announcers there are in the history of the business. There aren't many. And like you said, they're working in a, in a trio there tonight, and man, the, the commentary was seamless all night long. Well, that's got to be a good feeling when you know you just hit it out of the park. You're done. Well, you know, you've, the been there. you've been there. You've done that. You know, you've hit it out of the park. What a match. And, and when you when you when you're done with it, it's just the greatest feeling. Response is right. What we've been talking about the entire show. There we wow. Go. Oh, wow is right. I, you know, I don't know where you put it. I think it was the greatest match I've ever seen. But now I didn't see, you know, in person, uh, Steamboat Savage, and I didn't see, you know, Connor Rogers in person. And, you know, some, some incredible matches, or Dory and Jack in person. But to me, it was the greatest I've, I've ever seen in person. Uh, and one of the greatest of all time, whether it's number one or number five, it's in that top list. Well, I agree, John. I, I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing Jack and Dory, of course, O'Connor, you know, some of his greatest matches and some of the greatest performers of all time. But you have two of the guys right there that, you know, that, that were built for WrestleMania. That, that was their feature. They trained for that all year long. Not saying that they didn't, you know, get their full effort in other, other parts of the year, but. WrestleMania, as you know, is special, and and you bring your special stuff for it. And both of these guys, like we were both saying, you know, who cares where it ranks? We just know it was one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. One and uh, two guys who were so important, as you say, you had Mr. WrestleMania, Sean was. <laughs> this masterpiece that people will watch for as long as they watch professional wrestling. That's right, John. And we're featuring WrestleMania because everybody knows we're on the road to WrestleMania right now. So we want to feature some of the highlights of it in the best of the best series here. And, you know, we, we've gone way, way back in the way back machine and picked up some of those old classic matches. Now we're getting into these WrestleMania matches. And, you know, as an old timer, I'm not seeing much drop off at all. You know, all that well, it was better back in my days. Hell, I mean, this is as good as it gets. In any <laughs> That's case. right. That's right. Yeah, it is as good as it gets. It is the best of the best. This is Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. For Mr. Briscoe, I am Bradshaw. Thanks for joining us. Anywhere you get your podcasts on our YouTube channel as well, Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. You can get all these shows and all the matches that go with all of these shows and all these matches. Thanks for joining us.